What's up, everybody? It is me. It is Ross. It is Red Obstacle Corp. I am here with a Ross recap being presented by the Comic Book Lair, where I am going to go into detail about a couple of books that have similar underlying themes. Therefore, allowing people to see how I perceive the books, and hopefully you're seeing how the books are as well. And maybe if you're interested in one or you're reading one of these books, you might want to go pick up the other two if that's kind of what you're into at that moment. Hopefully I'll get to do a few of these and we'll see where this goes. Today, I want to start with the Fantastic Four issue number 15. So in this issue, the Fantastic Four have just come to realize that the Baxter building, which Reed Richards had sent a year into the future because at the very first issue of Fantastic Four of this new run by Ryan North, he had to save everybody in the building. And the only way he could do that was by throwing the building a year into the future. So for the people in the building, they're just arriving at that moment, kind of like Einstein in Back to the Future, where he arrives a minute ahead and has no idea where that minute happened. He just lost the minute, just like anyone in the blip in the MCU. That's kind of where this comes about. But they were supposed to have the building back exactly a year afterwards. Now, you find out that this AI program, which was in prior issues, which the Fantastic Four and Reed Richards thought he had destroyed, had become sentient and basically lived inside of everybody's phones and was what he thought unkillable and all he really wanted was to stop reed richards from killing him because he now felt alive almost like this ai form really felt like it had a, a brain like it was alive like it wasn't just a robot like it wasn't just a computer program and as the issue progresses, you come to realize this AI is really smart and could benefit humanity because it doesn't really know. It's kind of like a baby. It's in its infancy. It doesn't really know what um, what to do and what where to go. And uh, Reed really, you know, takes a liking to it. And I think that it's actually really interesting play that like you could work with AI. That it's not just a. Uh, it's not something that is just you know, for, um, out for, out to get us, you know, where all the depictions of artificial intelligence in movies is always about trying to get us and, um, destroy the human race and have robots up in an uprising. But this felt very, um, familial. It felt like it was like a, a friendship, a, a family. Uh, I really enjoyed it. But then the guy who created the AI had some backdoor way to actually shut it off and you're reading this book from the uh, the reader, the is re the person who's narrating it is this AI unit, and you could see this AI unit dying, and it was really really emotional, and you kind of felt for this thing that it didn't really get a chance to experience life the way that it should, and as it's dying, it's kind of like you know you don't you don't know what death feels like, but you're you're kind of just there. And it was really, a really great book. Even if you just want to read a couple of issues and you want to start about maybe issue 12, you could probably pick up issue 12 and just kind of figure out it's Fantastic Four. Uh, but I would really recommend this whole run. It's just been amazing. 
And keeping with the kind of familial, um, death brings us closer together and family. I know a lot of people I'm friends with have been reading Fish Flies by Jeff Lemire, but I don't know if people have really gone into detail with what it's going on in it. You have this girl who, you know, lost her mother, I think it was her mother, or mother left her, I don't remember if her mother left her, her mother died, and she's left with her father, and her father is abusive, and this man robs a uh, convenience store, and there's these fish fly bugs all over the place, and when he's robbing the convenience store, he ends up murdering this boy who was dared to go into the store barefoot walking over all of these fish flies from the beginning and once he murders this boy this bank this bank robber this robber ends up uh turning into a like humanoid fish fly and running away and escaping to the farm where the girl i had just previously mentioned was staying and they befriend each other and all he can basically do is go like chick, 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 chick. like he can't actually talk but she understands what it is he is. And now through issue four, she kind of knows that he did something wrong, but she doesn't care because she wasn't there when it happened. And she doesn't have a friend in school. She doesn't have um, family that, that supports her and loves her. And she feels like even though this man might be evil, he's not to her. And it, takes you to that position where how do you judge what's evil and is evil only in the eye of the beholder now this guy did shoot a kid but now this girl doesn't know that she just knows that he did something wrong but he's been nice to her and protected her he even basically um took care of her father when her father was about to beat her up so i found it i find it interesting that these stories have these you know do you do you take the bad guy as the bad guy or is the bad guy not actually a bad bad guy um is it just circumstance and i i really like fish flies i really think it's done well i think lemire knows what he's doing i think he tells a really good story um it's not for everyone because not everyone loves his artwork but i find it engaging may's book is one of my favorite books uh sweet tooth was was awesome uh i just find that that's just a a, a good book um if you're looking to pick up something that's easy to read and you like lemire and you're looking for that kind of story where a uh, it's basically a, a boy and a monster um, get together and become family through tragedy. And uh, I like it. I would say that keeping in this realm of me giving little recaps of books that I've read, I've got a couple more I'll, I'll go through. And one of them is Deep Cuts, which I have mentioned a Monk a couple times, and I've mentioned on air with um, Kyle and Ray. And one of the things I, I love about it is each story, they're up to issue four, has its own little story about... Uh, I'm going to say it's mostly the South, but I, but I don't even think it is. Like it, it's the It's the early era of the 1900s, somewhere between 1900 and 1950, and it's about jazz musicians, and it's not just a adult 
there was a there's a kid issue where a kid tries to um, play with a band because he really likes this band and he knows there's no other way to get out there and he kind of just hangs by windows and um, of this of clubs trying to play his instrument while the band may not hear him but at one point the band does hear him and they actually bring him along and he ends up playing with the band um, is it everything that he had hoped for if you want to find out you, you got to read that a little bit but um, I, I'm not going to give it all away but in the most recent issue it was kind of uh, a sad tragedy again you had this main character who it seems like they're talking about him as if it was a documentary film being written as a comic book um, kind of like a behind the music that VH1 used to do and this musician is amazing he is revered highly by his peers and they're talking about how he was amazing but he never really got um the accolades and he never got to be on music as much as he should have been with that said you don't know why you're, you're kind of being told this story from the perspective of what happened to this guy was it drugs was it um, you know, was was it an untimely death? What, what what happened? And in issue four that I'm talking about now, this is written by Kyle Higgins and uh, Joe Clark. Uh, this is just awesome, awesome, awesome writing, awesome artwork. Um, he, you find out that this guy took the rap for a another musician who, um, was going to end up going to jail because he was caught with um caught with drugs and this musician who they're basically talking about is like almost like the behind the music. He said, give it to me, give me the drugs. I'll, I'll take the rap. I don't have a record like you do. They'll probably go lenient on me because, because I don't have a record. And what ends up happening is, is you find out they didn't go easy on him. The court threw him in jail and it twisted and turned his life into being a, junkie who never got to record what he wanted who never got to be the musician and he ends up only being on one record um in his life and people look back and say wow he was amazing on that record but he dies an untimely death and they look back at what they could have done differently but he chose that path he chose to help out and just like in Fish flies. This little girl is helping out this guy who murdered a little boy, or he shot a boy, but the boy's in the coma in the book still. And uh, Fantastic Four, like, helping this AI unit that really is controlling people through their phones. You know, is it, do you really, should you really end the life of this AI unit uh, or or help it out? But they all come back to... You know, you, you can make a choice in life, and sometimes the choice you think you make isn't as good as the outcome that ensues. So, with that said, this is just a quick 10-15 minute Ross recap on a couple of books with some underlying themes that are similar. If you want to hear more, uh, let me know. Let Kyle know. Let Ray know. I hope you guys enjoyed this Ross recap. I will try to do this frequently when I find books that can be used and utilized to tell a story and give some common ground. Everybody, enjoy the rest of the day. 
I am on Instagram, Red Optical Corp. You can follow Kyle at the Comic Book Lair, Ray at that Comic Book Dad, and all the other people that I've mentioned, the Pullbox Pals at Pullbox Pals. And I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their week and keep reading comics. <laughs>